0: Welcome to Haunts and Creeps, I'm yes. your host, Asia, and this is... Rose. <laughs> Don't be afraid to speak
1: up. Oh my god. So, <laughs> we looked over our last podcast, which was the first episode, and I'm an obnoxious, screaming person, I guess, so we're going to be trying to be a little quieter. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, We're also in a
0: different room today, so trying to play with it being less echoey, but we'll find out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> This is a very echoey apartment because I have nothing in it.
0: Yeah, that's part of the problem, being on your own and trying to get shit going. There's literally a daybed we just fixed up today. Yeah, we (laughs)
1: just built our own daybed. Literally, it's not a daybed. It's a twin frame with a twin mattress and some nice throw pillows. And I forgot that you need to have like a support system under your mattress. So we just went and bought some ratchet straps. It's a bungee, and we made one, and it's really bouncy. Little ghetto, but it works. I'm not falling through it. Yeah, he's just not falling through my couch, which is good, because I was falling through it last night when I didn't have any support.
0: <laughs> so we have upgraded. We're not sitting on the floor in the closet. We're yes. sitting on a makeshift daybed in a very open living room. So we'll find out after this recording how bad the echo is, in which case I apologize in advance. Yeah, and let us know too. We are brand new with this. Very, very brand new with this. Um, So what was your disturbing quality of the week?
1: Yes. So we forgot the disturbing thing last episode. Yeah, we Um, did it in our pilot. and forgot to do it on the actual episode. Yeah. My disturbing thing of the week. I already told you because we were together. Asia and I went to the thrift store to find a couch, actually. Because I was desperate for a couch. (laughs) We didn't find any couches that I was going to take home and call my own. Um, so we were walking around in the dish section, and there was this pretty urn-looking thing. It had a nice urn shape to it, but it didn't yeah. have, like, the top to it. Basically a
0: piece of ceramic pottery that was reverse teardrop-shaped almost. Big and
1: bulbous at the top yes. and kind of tapered down into a smaller base. And most importantly, it's very pretty. I bought it. <laughs> but we kept seeing all these urns, and for some reason the urns were catching my eye. Like, I just wanted to buy all the pretty urns. Urn shape. Yeah. From a nurse. She yeah. enjoys it. Enjoy- enjoys enjoys. it. <laughs> I enjoy as many things. I'm not even halfway through my wallet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so we were seeing all these urns, and it struck me that these urns probably held dead people before because they're in like a brick shop, so like they're recycled from somebody's life. So then I was thinking, this is the disturbing part. What do you do with the ashes? Like, if, let's say, some old guy died, and his wife's ashes are in an urn, and he doesn't have family.
0: The old guy died, and his wife's ashes are the ones in the urn?
1: Yeah, no, like, she died already. Oh, I thought you said the old guy died. The old guy did, okay, so, imagine <laughs> there's an old guy, his wife died, and he has her in a nice urn, above mm-hmm. his fireplace, and then he dies alone in his house, doesn't have any relatives to take care of him or his wife, his wife's ashes, and so his house and all his belongings just go up for auction or whatever and then someone gets the urn and there's just a dead person in it. There's some ashes. I would like to hope that they had kids or something that took the ashes well, out and like spread them. them. Well, that then happens. They've got
0: two urns of ashes and yeah, I don't
1: know what you'd do with them. Yeah, like, would you just throw them away? Is there a <laughs> or return <would> you... policy? <laughs> <laughs> or would you like, I don't know use them for fertilizer, or would you try and like release them? Like that's kind of a, that's kind of approaching a touchy subject, because what if they didn't want to be released over that random waterfall that you walk by on your way to work every day? Well, oh, and you'll be haunted. You get <laughs> oh, to yeah. enjoy
0: the haunting. So a pissed off person after their ashes get yeah. sent out.
1: Moral of the story is I probably shouldn't have bought that urn. It looks really good in my bathroom, though. <laughs> I thought you'd use it on, as a centerpiece on your island. I realized, I put some dead flowers in it, and I realized the dead flowers are messy, so I put it on the back of the toilet, where no one's gonna touch it, and fuck with it at all. So hopefully the dead flowers last until I move. Yeah, I have
0: dead flowers all the time. I use it in mild witchcraft, and I also just use it as dead decoration. Yeah, petals so. get everywhere. I have a few just empty flower heads.
1: Oh dope! <laughs> <laughs> Make some tea. What do you do, because I have to ask, what do you do with rose petals? Different flower petals have different qualities
0: that people attach to the uh, purpose. Like, I have a book on flower spells, and rose petals are usually in some sort of love spell or care, some sort of, you know, warmth type, I guess, goal. I was starting to get into the flower magic last year and that really magic busy. oh shit that sounds so cool so yeah i keep <laughs> any flowers someone has i keep it because it's also the color of the petals no way so i one of my roommates parent actually both my roommates parents died recently but one of them one of he brought back one of the bouquets of flowers and so before he threw them out i saw them sitting in the garage ready to be thrown out i just went and harvested as many petals as i could find a container <laughs> for it Dope. And I have a lot of
1: different flower petals in my room. Well, you can have my haunted dead flowers when I move out. Perfect. Dope. All right. What was your disturbing thing of the week? Um, my boss
0: was shady as shit. That was really disturbing to find no, out. No,
1: you did this last time.
0: That's not disturbing. Work was boring.
1: Yeah, work. That's I was not disturbing. By the last <laughs> no, week. that does not count. What is dis- like gets under your skin? Disturbing.
0: It's I know I was you're pissed off as fuck this week.
1: No, no. <laughs> I know you're comfortable with a lot of like disturbing things, but like dig deep because that's not disturbing.
0: Shit, you're gonna have to talk while well, I think, so it's not just this blank thing of
1: quiet. Okay, well, while you're thinking, I'll introduce our episode. This week's episode is still in Alabama, and it's on Bill Skitto's hole. It's gonna be a fun adventure. Which hole? <laughs> The famous one, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's this famous hole in Alabama called Skeetos Hole. You can't see it anymore because it's covered over, which sucks. But uh, we'll get into it. Want me to start?
0: Yeah, we'll see if I come up with something more disturbing by the end of the episode. Because I'm really, uh, really at a loss. Didn't wow. do a lot this week. Wow. I was working and sitting at home. People's driving disturbs me. Oh I was my god. Accidents. It <laughs> <That> doesn't
1: count. <laughs> You're horrible at this. I don't
0: have an exciting life. You know,
1: <laughs> Hey, I found some disturbing shit out of an urn in a thrift store, so... That's
0: fair, but I was there with you, so I couldn't really use that as yeah, my Yeah, I can't jack either. my
1: disturbing shit. Exactly.
0: You tried to do it that, that last time! That was the only thing that we did. <laughs> or that I did all week, was
1: go out to a thrift Whatever. store. Whatever. Alright, I'm gonna start then. Okay, so, we're gonna start with some history. Um, William Bill Skeeto Sr. Was a Methodist minister from Newton in southern Alabama. He was born in Spain in 1818, and he came to the U.S. as a boy with his father. Um, when he came over, he decided to become a minister, and then he met and married Sarah Clemens, and together they had eight children. A lot um, of kids. He kids. Yeah, that's a lot, Like a lot you can make children. a whole octopus out of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's disturbing, Asia. <laughs>
0: I can oh. create disturbing content, but
1: I what just is this? come up with it. It's supposed to be like, oh, what's that movie? Where they're all eating each other's butts? Oh, Centipede. yeah. Human centipede. i
0: have specially chosen not to watch
1: that. Good, yeah, you shouldn't. Maybe that should be your disturbing movie, you should go watch that. Stop fucking with the computer. i sure you make it so you're facing the
0: microphone. <laughs> it's gonna be
1: fine. No! You <laughs> tested the sound, it sounded alright. Yes,
0: but that was when you were facing it, you trying. True. That's true.
1: That's true. All right, it's a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so Bill Skito, he allegedly joined the Southern Army during the Civil War. But, fun fact, there's no actual documents um, that support that. So it's not clear if he actually did, which is kind of a big plot point. But anyways, mm-hmm. allegedly when he was in the Southern Army army he served until 1864 when he returned to Newton because he heard that his wife Sarah was super sick. And he's gonna come help her recover.
0: In Spain? No, no, no.
1: no. Oh, Newton, that oh, okay. yeah. Newton, I'm Spain. I'm
0: still trying to come up with something disturbing.
1: <laughs> You're distracted. I am! <laughs> okay, so. This really gets a little spicy. Bill Skeeto was lynched on December 3rd, 1864. Oh. Hmm. Yes, and there are multiple accounts of what actually happened. Um, Interesting. From a couple of sources that we will link later. What? What was that phase for? I
0: just remembered, I did partially look at this when I was researching my slides. No! Process. Don't worry, no! I didn't go in depth. But now that I'm putting it together, you said lynched and whole. I'm like, oh, I remember this part. <laughs> okay. okay. But you didn't we get
1: history. too far into that. I was just curious when I was searching my story. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like, popular. Jesus. It's pretty popular. It's like a pretty big folklore mm-hmm. story in Alabama. So anyways, there's multiple accounts coming from two separate sources that we will link later because I don't remember what to call them. <laughs> anyways, so the first account is that, um, basic. well, this is actually just true. During the Civil War, Newton, which was in Dale County, um, became a lawless place, is what Sources say, meaning yeah. that in the forests around Newton, there were a bunch of um, Confederate deserters and unionists kind of like camping out and coming into town just to terrorize the locals. Rape the village. Yeah, but like not, they're just like a bunch of bandits. Like they don't have any fealty to anything was the idea. And then at the same time, the courthouse was not, they didn't hold like any court cases for like two years straight. So there's like no law and order happening in this place. So to make up for um, the lack of law and order, the people of Newton created a home guard, which and they called it the Buttermilk something or other. They gave themselves a cute little name. Like that's such a sweet name. I love Buttermilk. Anyways, they created a Newton home guard, which I guess was common at the time, Um, and it was led by. A man named Captain Joseph Breer, who was a lawyer in Newton, but he had also served in the Confederate Army, and I think he was captured in like Gettysburg or something, and was war prisoner for a little bit. So Captain Joseph Breer, he made it his um, job to hunt down all of these vagabonds and punish them for terrorizing the townsfolk, um, and to punish them for being deserters of the Confederate Army and whatnot. So. Before Skeeto got involved at all, the Home Guard had already hung two different men for, quote, acts of treason. Oh, what do you do for acts of treason in a lawless state? Yeah, mostly it's just like, you're not part of the Confederate Army anymore. Well, you're treasonous, I guess. Um, Deserter. Yeah, and the reason I put quotes around acts of treason is because this guy Breer seemed like he was lynching people for just no reason at all. Like, he never had any evidence. Yeah, he's kind of a dick never had any evidence against people, um, and even when he would be called out for not having evidence, he would just do it anyways. He didn't give a fuck. So, one version of Skeeto's death says that he abandoned his post as a soldier in the Confederate Army. Um, And the story goes that when Breer confronted him about deserting the Confederate Army, he allegedly offered papers to prove that he had hired a substitute for himself. Fun fact! (laughs) The Confederate Army, the Confederacy repealed substitution laws in 1864, and this is December of 1864, so it's super unlikely that Skeeto could have hired himself a substitute because the laws weren't in place anymore. Anyways, the story goes that Greer ignored the papers anyways and punished him. Hmm. Gaggle of home guards. <laughs> so the other story says that. Um, Mosquito basically got involved with this guy named John Ward, who was a leader of a local group of deserters and pro-union gorillas. Um, gorillas? Yeah. Like, did they bring over gorillas? Don't be a smartass. <laughs> Sorry, that's a what i Gorilla, like G-U, you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, girl. apparently he um, was helping Ward. Hold on, I'm getting more money. Okay, I'm gonna keep talking. Go ahead. <laughs> Apparently, Skeeto teamed up with Ward and helped him ambush a Confederate ammunition transport which resulted in the death of a Confederate officer. And then additionally, Ward already had some bad blood with, the, with Breer's men because in some altercation they had before one of Breer's men was shot. Yeah. So um, after the ambush of the ammunition transport, Breer tried to hang three other men for it was stopped because of lack of evidence. It doesn't say who stopped him, like if people were like, yo, you can't be on your shit right now, Breer. It's not fair. I'm good. Um, but then he also lacked evidence against Skeeto, and lacked evidence that him and Ward were in collaboration at all, or even knew each other. But the story goes that he hung him anyways. So, let's get to the part that is historically accurate, because there were like a ton of witnesses, and most of the accounts follow the same line at this point in the story. So, this is the lynching of I Bill what? I think I figured out that smell. It's the broccoli in your fridge. Oh, God. Sorry. God damn it. Okay, anyways, <laughs> it we'll work. deal with that later. <laughs> so, the lynching. The lynching. The, the lynching. lynching. So, on the afternoon of December 3rd, 1864. Ito was ambushed by Breer and his men while crossing a bridge over Chakawatachi River, which is Say just. Chak- ch- <laughs> Chakawatachi. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I'm not drink Southern. Your, drink your wine. Thank
1: you. And try again.
0: I want to hear you try this at least a little close.
1: Chakawatachi River. <laughs> that's how I got it written. I don't think what that's if it's correct. It's
0: like Chakawatachi.
1: Chak- I don't fucking know. Anyways, I'm
0: sorry to our Native American listeners that we cannot pronounce
1: certain things. And I'm going to remind you that we don't have any listeners. <laughs> this is for the future. The future. Drain bank or go home. <laughs> yes. Okay, so anyways, this river and the bridge he was crossing was like just outside of town. Like I watched the video, I watched a video made by this dude named Bama Mike. Bama? Bama Mike.
0: Like, was, Alabama? But yeah. Bama Mike. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Who was like walking around the town telling this story and he like, within within the video, which was like five minutes, he could walk from the town to this place. It's super Oh, that's, that's a tiny town. It's super tiny. Yeah. So anyways, that's where the bridge is. So, they ambushed him on the bridge and Breer and his men dragged him into the forest next to the bridge. And basically made him crawl around in the dirt while they beat it. Oh um, shit! Yeah. Next, Skeeto was dragged to a waiting buggy and a rope um, secured to an oak branch. What are you? What are you laughing
0: <laughs> about? What do you said buggy? Like I know the term, but my head pictured like a Volkswagen bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So I was like picturing this cloud car like, type scenario. Where, like. Yes, he was put into a buggy, and like, 12 other people climbed into it. So yes, I know a buggy was the type of car at the time, is what they called it,
1: or... Actually, is this before that, where it's like, still horse-drawn? I have no idea. I was thinking about it last night when I was researching this, because I was trying to picture it, and I was like, is there a nook? And I did want to say buggy. Buggy sounds dumb. I was like, I don't know what the alternative was. Okay, you do that. Drink your wine. I'm gonna continue. Buggy. So he was he was drawn? God damn, you got me all like. Well that. now, modern day, it's a shopping cart. What?! <laughs> buggy oh cart. yeah, like in Europe or something, I could call them buggies. First thing that pops up is a Volkswagen Buggy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a wagon or something, I don't know.
0: That's what I thought. Search buggy I'll,
1: wagon. So all okay, I'm getting
0: is Doom Buggy,
1: Volkswagen yeah. Bugs. Whatever, leave it alone. Fuck it. Okay. Imagine whatever you want, listeners who aren't there yet future listeners. Anyways, uh, what the fuck, where was I? I need that. Okay, so, from the forest, where he's getting beaten. Oh my god, what? (laughs) Buggy,
0: also called a road wagon, light hooded with a folding or falling top. It is a
1: two or four wheeled
0: carriage. And it is pulled by a horse. Oh, so it is like a
1: carriage. Okay, so after getting beat up in the forest, they dragged him to the carriage and they... I guess they put him in the back of the buggy carriage and they tied a rope around his neck and fastened that to an oak branch of an oak that was nearby. Um,
0: so they, picturing it, it's tied, It's a noose around his neck tied to a branch but also to the buggy? Yeah, so imagine the buggy's so, parked by an
1: oak and they like haul him up into the buggy and um, yeah, they tie, it, they tie it around his neck, they tie it to the oak so that when the buggy gets pulled away he falls out of the back he's pulled out of the back by the rope on the tree and hangs that's the idea okay it doesn't work well and we will say, find the out sounds weird. there's yeah. more
0: effective ways there are not that changes. i've lynched anyone
1: yeah but physics there's a whole ass bridge nearby i don't know why then anyways <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work out and we'll get to it so okay. um at this point this is Skeeto sitting in the buggy with the rope around his neck. He's still alive. Uh, one of his friends happens by and is like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" And he tries to talk Breer and the home guard out of hanging Mosquito. Good friend. And yeah, he's good. But he's a good guy. Yeah. thats guy. Hope someone sure.
0: if they ever see me being lynched walks by and tries to stop it for Yeah,
1: that. you know, maybe that's your disturbing thing. Like, if I was getting lynched, would my friends stop and help me? <laughs>
0: Would anyone stop? What any bystander
1: effects would there be?
0: Like, did oh, you call? Man. Did you call? And then it's just too late.
1: Yeah. Bystander is a, is a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyways, they didn't stop. Ignore this guy. So he ran into Newton to try and get help. Meanwhile, while he's doing that, um, Breer asked Skeeto, "Do you have any last words?" And Skeeto was like, "Can I pray?" And the dude was like, "Sure." So he started praying, but instead of praying for himself, he started praying for Breer and all his little lackeys, which just pissed him off. It just pissed him the fuck off. So allegedly, the story goes that when he started praying for them, Breer just like got pissed, cracked the whip on the horse, and the buggy like pulled off, and he was pulled off the back of it to hang. However, they were so damn eager to hang this guy but they didn't take his enormous height into account. So he was a tall dude. He was a tall dude. Like six foot tall? Six I don't know. Something? I wish I had measurements for you, but just imagine <laughs> a tall ass guy. Okay. Tall enough that if you're going to hang him, you, you got to like think branch. twice. <laughs> yeah. So when he fell off the end of the buddy, he was effectively just like standing on his tiptoes. And the branch was like bending on under his weight so he was still he was not hanging and they were like oh you know so apparently one of Breer's men was like this confederate soldier who was injured and was on crutches so what they did is this guy used his crutches crutches to dig a hole under Skeeto. oh my god yeah. oh the ground's too
0: high i guess you gotta move the ground
1: yeah yeah i don't know they didn't like i don't know it sounds fucking like a cartoon. It sounds yes, like it does. Uh, Three very, Stooges or something. Yeah, it's
0: like very ill planned. Your branches going down. Your feet. This feet's on the ground. he's touching with his tiptoes. Like what keeps him from not like kicking them all away?
1: Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I was gonna stop here and mention this because I was just imagining this last night. Imagine. You're like, you've just had the shit kicked out of you. Your friend tried to come and help you, and you're like, got a rope around your neck in this buggy, and they're not, you know, letting him help. And now they're gonna straight up hang you. Not like, not only are you not hanging after they pull the wagon away, you're like on your tiptoes, and this dude is slowly digging a hole out from under you with his crutch. Like, it couldn't have taken, it had to have taken a long ass time. Yeah, like,
0: how long is it just gonna? Yeah. the toes. Yeah.
1: Stiptoes. toes. toes. (laughs) You're drunk. (laughs) I'm not. She's not. But apparently the hole, and this becomes important, the hole was eight inches deep and 30 inches wide.
0: So he couldn't just like walk around to different areas. It It was almost three feet wide. So his hanging vicinity. Right. So he
1: can't like, you know, spread his legs and try to whatever. But just imagine hanging your neck and like that's usually a quick death because you sever not sever but you like cut your spinal cord when you break your neck
0: like that yeah the way they're sounding like he's doing it sounds like he's not even getting that tug to get the break of your it's not snapping his neck
1: it'd be more like pressing down on the artery but he's not even asphyxiating like he's not even being choked to death that's how tall he is he's got enough like room standing on his toes to not be choking to death but some dude with a crutch is digging out from under you. And yeah, like if it were me, maybe they had his feet bound, but like I'd be kicking that guy. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be fighting, even though like there's not a lot I can do because I'm like rivaled by like eight people. But I got my friend coming. Mm-hmm.
0: Just hang in there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the worst part is I said that without the pun intended. It wasn't the after it.
1: Just hang in there, bud. <laughs> coming. Oh Jesus. There's
0: a little cat posted next to the tree. <laughs> it's like, just to hang in
1: there. <laughs> oh, right. so it must have taken like at least 15 minutes to dig this hole, I think, with a crutch.
0: Okay, so... And that they're that not helping him, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was helping my roommate with the yard work outside, digging one hole that's like a foot by foot wide and about a foot and a half deep took over half an hour to an hour. So it really depends on this type of ground you're digging into. And that's with sharp-pointed shovels.
1: Mm -hmm. So this
0: is using a crutch to dig an 8 foot deep, but 30 inch wide. Sorry, 8 inch deep, not 8 feet. (laughs) (laughs) But either way, just that alone without an actual shovel. He was probably there for 45 minutes to a fucking hour. Bottom shelf of the fridge. (laughs) Sorry, she's getting more water. Yeah, just from my mild yard experience, I mean, at the same time, Colorado
1: ground is 90% clay. I was going to say, and we're like around here, our ground is not soft. It's not like rocks. If it rains, it's nice because it kind of loosens
0: things up. But yeah, it is strongly, a strong percentage of it is yeah clay. So I don't also, know what the ground's like in Alabama, but that probably took somewhere between half an hour and an hour.
1: With the fucking right. crutch, I would add more time. With a crutch. Yeah. Also, my fridge mildly smells like broccoli. I don't think it's. I noticed it mostly when I
0: open the freezer, and then when I finally the came fuck? down and sat down. Also I'm also wondering if it's your pot stickers, like if they're getting freezer work or something. Oh, I, I do have pot stickers in there.
1: You've had those for a while. Do you I have. Pot stickers, remember? I have not eaten any of them, <laughs> ever. Okay, so yeah. So, anyways, agonizing as fuck. Yeah. And apparently, it's taken this fucking long for his friend to get back, even though Newton is like a two-minute walk. Whatever. So he ends yeah, up done. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> expect so. You know, um, maybe
0: that friend, even though he might have found someone, now he's got to explain the situation, and the yeah. other person may or may not be arguing it. Like, why is it worth my time? Like, yeah, it's plus getting
1: lynched. So. If they're if the friend is like, "Yo, Breer and the and the home guard are trying to hang my homie," they're probably like, "Well, is he a deserter?" <laughs> because deserter? that guy only hangs deserters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So true. And the thing is like this is such an old story that like details like that were hard to find like God, these little literally. details about like the crutch and shit i read a couple different accounts before i even heard about the crutch thing oh shit. yeah so it's kind of a watered down story that doesn't have a lot of um, fun little details anymore Aww. unfortunately so anyways skito obviously died before his friend could show up um and he was later buried in the town cemetery with a headstone that was marked Gone, but not forgotten. I want you all to remember this because it's gonna become creepy as fuck. All right. Okay.
0: Now, did you do anything to not be
1: forgotten? We're getting there. Okay. I just told you that. All right. <laughs> okay. I will let you tell the story. I'm
0: sorry, I'm hungry, and then because I have to I got little... snacks. No. Eat some snacks. Damn. do this bowl of M Ms and almonds will be empty by the time? Go I ahead. Finish
1: this yeah, do it. Um. Also, fun fact, Skeeto's sick wife, Sarah, didn't die until 1902. She died at the age of 81. So she apparently sure. was not that sick.
0: <laughs> Poor thing had to live all by herself at that time. Women had no rights at that time. Yeah, at but all. like, that
1: type of shit's happening all the time. I bet she was like, damn, this happened to my friend. I'll be fine. Did they
0: have any kids to, like, help?
1: That ate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the octopus. <laughs> I an have octopus my... of children. <laughs> Okay, so now this brings us to the hole. This brings us to the fun part. Mm. So, Gito's hanging was a traumatic incident for the locals of Newton um, and became even more unsettling and like more of a juicy piece of gossip when they realized that his hole never disappeared. So, like it wasn't filling in at all for like a few years. It was keeping its dimensions, the eight inches by 30 inches. So people started testing it. They started putting trash in it, dirt, trying to fill it in with dirt and rocks. And by the morning, it was always empty. Yeah.
0: He likes to keep a clean home.
1: He likes to keep his hole clean. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> so um, it's a couple of the accounts I read that read said that even within the same hour of filling it, when you came back, sometimes it would be empty. Or it would always be empty when you came back to it.
0: So basically, he waited until you weren't looking. As soon as you turned your back, he was like,
1: fuck it. Fuck it, yeah. Um, so the rumor, folklore, started spreading that what was happening was paranormal. Fuck.
0: Flaenomenon. Fla. Oh, jeez. <Jesus>. The
1: Phenomenon. <laughs> this paranormal phenomenon. <laughs> was due to the fact that Skeeto, his ghost, was still hanging from that tree and his swaying feet were just sweeping the hole clean. You're not I don't impressed. That. You're not, yeah, impressed, I'm at not impressed at all. I'm not impressed at all. I thought that was creepy as fuck. No? I
0: don't think his ghost would still be hanging. I think he'd be standing in the hole.
1: But, like, remember out, but last week we were talking about, I mean, he could be standing tra- trauma yeah, is, yeah, so yeah. in a hole. traumatized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're just stuck in a loop. And I don't like the idea of him just taking a broom and being like, Yo, get your shit out of my hole! See, I imagine him taking this really deep
0: breath and just blowing really hard into it.
1: <laughs> but it's spicier that it's like his feet just rhythmically clearing the hole. Yeah. Because then he's always just hanging there.
0: It takes so long. Yeah. But his feet also didn't touch the bottom of the holes. So there would be like a smaller sediment. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Who are you? so I'm sorry. for 125 years oh. until 1979 ish or 1990 i'm not getting that for a long time this hole never filled and there was even a point there's even an account of these two campers who literally set up their tent over the hole one of them put his bedroll over the hole after they filled it with like dirt and trash he laid out his bedroll in this hole and slept over it. And in the morning it was clear.
0: Did he like sink in the
1: hole in the <laughs> yeah.
0: morning? Like I'm picturing this camper. My first it's
1: like a of... three foot hole, yeah. Yeah,
0: my first thought is using the hole as like a fire pit. Because it keeps yeah. out, like... that.
1: That would have been smart.
0: That was my first thought. So when you said they know, they put their tent over it and he put it, they filled it in, put his bedroll over it. like, why didn't you just move off to the side a little bit? And then when they wake up in the morning and it's empty, you just fall in it and wake up like, yeah, that's like how eight felt. inches like your next little cricked and you like the fuck would that yeah, happen yeah they're like
1: planning the night before they're like yo dude if i fall in this hole tonight i'll wake you up because that means it's empty <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah until so what happened well hang on oh this is another fun juicy fact yeah. i should have mentioned it earlier but whatever so not only is the hole creepy as fuck because it keeps emptying itself um all of the members of the home guard that were there for his lynching died of unnatural, weird yes. deaths. So Breer himself, apparently was riding his horse on a clear day, is what it said, which is important. He was riding his horse on a clear day and struck his head on an oak branch, fell off his horse and died. The same type of oak, I guess it's called a post oak, that they hung mosquito Skeeto from.
0: Skeeto's getting
1: revenge. Yeah, boy. And then another man was struck by lightning.
0: That um, was my thought
1: when you said it was going to be. A, it was a clear
0: day. He was riding. He was like, oh, was he struck by lightning? I <laughs> uh, was struck
1: by what? The next guy was struck by. Yeah, lightning. Yeah, the next guy was struck by lightning. Um, another one, while riding his mule, was thrown off of it and died. And people who saw his death said that the mule was just like suddenly terrified by something that was unseen, just like spooked. And then the last guy. There was two other dudes actually, but. Their deaths weren't, like, described. The last guy that was described, George Eccles, was the man who actually dug the hole with his crutch. He died somewhere in the swamp of unknown causes, which is also disturbing.
0: <laughs> but they he hobble out there with his crutches, and mosquitoes was like, fuck that, I'm taking these crutches.
1: Yeah. Have fun. Maybe he, like, fell into a sinkhole or something. Mm-hmm. All about holes. Skeeto's all about them holes. A very holy story. Yeah, holes in wood. <laughs> 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 oh we're done okay so why 125 years well in 1979 the highway bridge was constructed over the side of his hanging and you mm-hmm. can still see the hole as far as i know it didn't say like either way if it covered it or
0: not so they cut the tree down and built the bridge for yeah a so they had to
1: cut the oak tree down and build this bridge um but i couldn't find anywhere where it said that the hole kept clearing or that they could even see the hole but it doesn't matter because in 1990 the whole place flooded and that necessitated um so since there was a bridge there and it flooded out which makes me think the soil was kind of soft mm-hmm. so underneath the bridge flooded out um and to keep the integrity of the bridge and to keep it from like sinking they filled in they made basically a foundation of these massive stones like tons of stone just like and I. I saw it in that video, it literally just looks like huge boulders basically, Something yeah, just like covering the surface area of whatever the bridge is over. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Anyways, so these boulders covered over where the hole is. You can't see it. And I think I read some account that was like, no ghost is going to be able to move a fucking huge ass boulder. The ghost wants to live, well. No. Right. Well, so what I'm thinking is like, Since these boulders are so big, the hole isn't necessarily filled in. They're just resting over it. You know, like maybe you see, like, cracks of light. If -hmm. you were in the hole, you could, like, see cracks of light through the stones. So it could still be uncovered under there. Which also means, if it's his swaying feet, like, clearing the hole, that the ghost tree is still there, and ghost skeeto Mm -hmm. is still hanging there, even though, physically, it would make no sense.
0: Yeah, I thought it was once they removed the tree, then they would if he was hanging from it, it wouldn't be a ghost tree and a ghost him hanging. You no, don't think so? I don't think so. No. Um, I mean, I'm not a ghost, I'm not Skeeto. mosquito, I don't know. because um, yeah, especially if he was so, that was a long pause, if he was so particular about keeping that hole clean and people have put so much shit in it before, he would, you would have no issue with being like, i oh, did get this rock out of
1: here. But like, it could still be clear under those huge-ass boulders.
0: Yeah. Could
1: be. Which makes me think that he's like... Which makes me believe... Like, if, if I were to believe in this shit, which I don't... I couldn't even find a picture of this hole, by the way. And apparently it existed up until 1979.
0: So there was pictures?
1: Yeah, there's gotta be pictures so there was
0: cameras on these two Yeah,
1: I haven't seen a single picture of this hole. Anyways, it makes me think that like... Oh, fuck. Where is my brain? In your wine glass. Where is my brain? <laughs> Where is my brain? Uh... Oh, oh, Jesus prayer. Christ. Rocks. Holes. No pictures. Rocks and wood. Pictures. Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I forget. Doesn't matter. So, yeah, you can't see the hole anymore. There is a little memorial thing. It's lame, though. It's like a sign that's over in the woods, kind of where I think he would have been, like, beaten and shit. And they put, it's like this big sign. It tells a little blurb of the story without any of the juicy details. This man was hanged here. Yeah, I mean, it mentions the hole, and it mentions, you know, that he, that they had to dig the hole, whatever. Um, but there's this lame-ass sign, and then there's, like, these four, like, stumps dating a square in front of the sign, as if there was a hole there, which I also think is lame, because it's like, that's not even where the hole is. Mm. So, for all of the, like, mystery and intrigue and, like, local gossip and folklore that this story has, the site itself is super. And it makes me kind of sad. It is sad. Yeah. Not like, I was... wouldn't even bother to visit. And the other thing I'm kind of bummed about is that um, people go there. I mean, there's, like, it's mentioned that paranormal researchers will go there and, like, mm-hmm. check it out. But I can't find a single like place Yeah, I can't find anyone checking it out with their little, you know, EMF or whatever you beat. AMF is a reader, EVP is a reader, K2s, boxes. Yeah, there's no one like, posting anything about checking it out, which I think is lame. Because he could be there! It is lame as shit. Yeah. So, to end the story, um, the site is still visited often by people, tourists, and like I said, the researchers, paranormal enthusiasts, um, and it's such a popular story in Alabama that in 2006, mosquito family which is still around and the, the city, city or i the guess the kids, so yeah. i hope some of them
0: continued on the line, <laughs> yeah, right
1: um mosquito family and the town of newton erected like a monument for him um which is that shitty sign it's like
0: they put that sign up i think so that's depressing
1: yeah <laughs> so back to his headstone
0: okay headstone. gone
1: but not forgotten
0: mm-hmm.
1: literally you're like a ghost i mean okay so. Rear hung a bunch of people. None of their names are mentioned. No one fucking remembers them. They're all forgotten. But Bill is like, yo, I'm not about to be forgotten. I'm going to keep clearing my hole. <laughs> and like, so that there's always something there to remind people of him. And like, that's creepy. It was creepy. You're not impressed. Again. No. I
0: expected something better. Like he did so. oh for
1: being lynched. I'm so sorry! No, it was great. <laughs> I thought it was a fun story. Not super long, not a lot of paranormal, like, files to look at, which is lame. But, fun. It is a fun story. Yeah.
0: I kind of want... I mean, I don't want to visit the site, but the fact that no one's done any yeah. tool research, I want to bring an EMF detector, or an EVP, or a spirit box, or a K2, I want to bring something to us to the site just to A, see exactly where that hole was, if it was under the bridge, or if they're just saying that and they thought it was a different Right. So, you could ask him if he's still around. Yeah, like
1: at least go under the bridge and be like, yo, though, you still hanging? <laughs> <laughs> You're hanging out around here, but <laughs> That probably wouldn't be a good idea.
0: I'm not sure I would use that verbage in front of Are you still here? It's different than, are you still hanging around? <laughs>
1: It's okay. a good way to piss a ghost off. Yeah.
0: They'll say, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm fucking hanging. What else
1: do you expect? What the fuck do you think, bitch? <laughs> Cause you could totally stand over the site under the bridge and like, see if there's any EMF picking it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe we should go there one day and do it ourselves.
0: Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think, if we could, if we could get enough Patreon followers to actually be able to afford forward, go every goddamn state, like maybe do Two or three states a year, maybe four states a year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like
0: every quarter, go somewhere. Maybe at that point in time, be able to do a live show. And then go visit a couple places, and maybe bring a couple Patreon
1: followers from that area. Yeah, hint, hint, wink, wink.
0: Yep.
1: Let's go find some shit at Skido's Hole.
0: <laughs> Let's go take a bunch of equipment down there and
1: see if anything catches on. Yeah. Um, air <laughs> Airwag this part out, but do you want me to go into this? I got a little bit on the other story since I was so short. It's not much.
0: Why not? So we have a brief overview. This will be a special episode.
1: Special double feature because I did not find a story as good as you! Just
0: not enough content. You have enough yeah. content for two short stories. So okay, yes.
1: I got two short stories for y'all. Oh. Surprise! Surprise! We're not <laughs> done yet. You know, I didn't realize how hard this job was going to be. You did a good job on that I spent furnace's shit.
0: I did a lot of reading, getting from multiple articles, and then watching two episodes, and then more reading. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with this. And yeah. I went and got it. with my story because they have haunted tours and shit. I was able to get current hauntings as
1: well. Yeah, see, that was kind of a weakness on my point is that I didn't have people going and visiting and like making videos and shit, and movie or er, shows. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't even like written accounts of people visiting and having hauntings. The story was dope. But mm-hmm. so for the listeners, I originally was gonna do this hospital that's pretty Which haunted. One. A hospital. A couple haunted
0: hospital. Yeah.
1: So this one in Alabama is called Old Bryce. Okay. Um and it was an insane asylum. Mm. So I started doing research on this, I was getting into it, and then same thing, dude, like I could not find anything spicier. I couldn't find any accounts of notifications. We'll we just go back and do it ourselves. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I think. Anyways. So, I'm gonna give you this short story because it's still a little juicy. It's still a little juicy.
0: I'm almost out of M&M's, so hurry
1: up. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you they'd be gone
0: before this class was finished.
1: Class. Glass. Glass. I was like, we're gonna class now? Sorry. I had food in my throat. <laughs> Welcome. I'm your professor, Professor Rosemary. We're gonna be talking about stupid shit. Professor. <laughs> because I, I suck at doing Studying stuff. Research? <laughs> Research! <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, I'm just gonna start so I can avoid the rest of my fuck ups. Okay, <laughs> so for Old Bryce Hospital. This hospital was opened in 1861 in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It is the oldest and largest inpatient psych facility, and it still currently has 260 beds meant for acute care, treatment, and rehab of committed patients. What are you laughing about? <laughs>
0: Acute. It's the same as oh, like a triangle. Jesus
1: Christ. Okay, acute care is basically just like you need to stay in the hospital overnight for multiple nights. It's not a triangle? No. That's it's a cute, not, a, it's no. not a cute triangle? Jesus Christ. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta add some fun too, to um, So the plans to construct this building began in. Ooh, MM. <laughs> Last M&M. Aw. Began in 1852. And the construction was finished in 1859. Fun fact. You like my fun facts? I like fun facts. Good. Um, This was the first building in Tuscaloosa to have gas and um, gas lighting and central heat. Wow. Yeah, old as Mm fuck. So it opened in 1861 and was first named the Alabama Insane Hospital. I just love old ass names like that. Like they're just so so blunt. Yeah, they're like, this is for insane people. In Alabama, I wish we were still like that. Cause now it's like behavioral health center. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, do you need a behavioral health psych? Um, do I? Yeah. This isn't. <laughs> this isn't psychiatry. This is behavioral health, which is fine. Cause like psych, psych illness, and psychiatry, and whatever that has a lot of what the fuck is that word? Bad rap. It's like uh, the word is tinged with grossness. Oh God, I'm dumb. (laughs) Uh, It has a lot of, like... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Anyways, psych psych medicine and psychiatry and whatever, it's not treated the same. Oh my God, people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, you dumbasses, it's this exact word that I can't. Cool, tell us about it. Anyways.
0: We're drinking wine, you're sober. Fuck
1: off. I'm not even. Okay, so... Uh, Alabama Insane Hospital. Then it was renamed after its first superintendent, Peter Bryce, who was, like, this 27-year-old psychiatrist, super progressive for the time. Even for now, he's pretty progressive. Hmm. Um, He studied mental health in Europe, and he, like, What year was this again? 1861 is when it opened. And they were studying mental health at 1861, yeah. Oh yeah, mental health is a fucking thing. Yeah. You know, they still, they're studying it, they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, anyway, so he had worked in a couple of hospitals like in New Jersey and whatnot, and then he came and he became superintendent. And while he was there, um, which was the first couple of years, shackles, straitjackets, and any sort of restraints were discouraged, and then they were completely prohibited in 1882. Wow. Um, the patients, yeah. The patients were encouraged to farm, so do like maintenance around they the hospital.
0: into yeah. What life is like. Do like crafts, up, like a crazy prisoner.
1: Right. Do like crafts and stuff. Um, the actual site that everyone calls Old Bryce Hospital is actually just the dormitory where these patients would stay if they were working on the farm. They had a decent okay. amount of farm cool. um,
0: wow. Work housing. Not the hospital itself. The hospital,
1: yeah. There's a couple of buildings involved. Um and this certainly... one, the one that everyone thinks of, is abandoned. The other one is the one that's still like a hospital that you can go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then I read sorry, I watched it's pretty cool. I watched a really interesting video about it. It looked like it was from like the eighties when someone was like making a school video. But they were interviewing people who used to work at the building that is closed Um, because it was, like, closed in, like, the 19... I'll get to it. But anyways, um, they were saying, like, basically the downfall of this hospital after being progressive for so long was the 1970s. And uh, so what kind of happened in the 1970s is kind of mixed. Like, funding for uh, mental health decreased by a fuck ton Alabama Mm -hmm. was 50 out of 50 states for the worst mental health. Or, like, they had the worst mental health Out of all 50? Yeah, mental health treatment and like funding out of all 50 states. And one of the things that kind of actually fucked over the patients and the hospital is that dumbasses started being like, yo, you can't, you can't have your patients working and not pay them. So the hospital couldn't afford to pay the patients to work on the farm and do maintenance. So they didn't do it at all. What the fuck is your computer doing? I don't I...
0: know. I don't know. That, that was, was weird.
1: weird. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. I was like, some Siri bot shit was like, hey, I'm listening. Sorry, her name is Cortana. Cortana? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, all these, like, I don't know, people who thought they knew what the fuck they were talking about, they basically got it banned that the hospital could use the patients as laborers. You put it in that. And yeah, those words it, it those sounds like
0: it's almost like child labor or prison labor that right. they
1: still do, but they get paid like pennies. Right. But what happened is all of these patients that were outside farming, being productive, doing skills that they were that were gonna help all them that rehab stuff cool. yeah, rehab back into the community, they all had to stop and come inside and basically just be confined to their regular rooms all day long
0: and, and from personal experience drives you nuts
1: yeah seriously like you for a good mental health you need a little bit of distraction you know at the very least you need and distraction being
0: outside does so much yeah. for your mental health. like one of the baby prisons i was at i was in a mental hospital, hospital twice one of them they had a small outdoor area and it was basically a cement floor within walls with a metal cage on yeah. the top of it. It was basically just so you could go smoke outside. Yeah. But even just stepping outside for two seconds, even oh, yeah. though it was still quite literally a cage, made a difference.
1: Right. Like, there's well, something like, about that. When I was in nursing school and we did our psych rotations in psych hospitals, to try and like describe a psych hospital for listeners, not that it would have looked this way back then because regulations get tighter and tighter as the years go on, mm-hmm. a psych hospital today Is a very kind of depressing environment. Mm -hmm. And it's not really just because people are neglecting the building or like psych in general. It's that the building is designed to prevent violent outbursts. It's to prevent patients who are suicidal from being able to kill themselves. It's to prevent Mm -hmm. people who are violent from being able to cause harm to themselves or others. So what ends up happening is when they design buildings this way they become super depressing so there's like there's like no you know pictures hung up on the wall or there's no like like the door handles can't be shaped because someone could hang themselves from a door handle like asphyxiate themselves the beds and the rooms are super simple because anything that you put inside the room could potentially be used to harm someone themselves or like somebody else No no shoelaces no like draw in your pants all the glass that would have been like windows or mirrors has to be like plastic so it can't be broken and shattered and used Mm -hmm. to cut and windows do not open yeah yeah and then yeah like at the psych hospital i had my rotation at, we had a little outdoor park and it was definitely nice compared to being inside but it is gated in like a little cage and like the bars curl over Inwards at the top so people can't climb over mm-hmm. and that's just like it's designed this way because over years and years and years of Having so many different psych patients and different like conditions creative to treat
0: to Yeah, out.
1: creative people doing things they've had to Learn and like create a safe environment, which ends up being kind of depressing.
0: It really is That's why I call it bacon Yeah like, It is made for you not to be able to get out and not to feel like you have freedom.
1: Yeah, and it, it sucks because it's not good for mental health and like in a psych hospital not everyone's crazy like no. usually the wards are split up they'll have violent crazy together in like a small world ward yeah. they'll have a lot of the time they'll have withdrawing people or people who are alcoholic or withdrawing and like suicidal they'll have them together in a ward yeah. sometimes psych hospitals are filled with people who are pretty much normal but are just suicidal yeah and That's like They have to be in this environment that's designed for the craziest, most violent patients, Mm -hmm. which are pretty far between. Yeah. So it ends up being a really depressing environment for the people who aren't even, like, you know, dangerous. It's not
0: helping the depression much. Right. The only Like, what helped me since I was in for suicidal tendencies, um, what helped me was being in a space where there were people crazier than me. It made me feel like, oh, maybe life isn't so bad. Right. That was the perspective he gave me. Not that this is any less depressing, but other people's lives are worse off than mine. Maybe I am just taking shit too seriously. Right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. That was how I had to get out of the depressive state while in a depressive building
1: that's not made to make you feel good. Right. It's really kind of messed up and like when I was reading this last night, um, just comparing the two in my head, like It's crazy to me that they even had psych hospitals where people were out in a huge farm, farming zone, just outside, like all working together, like Mm -hmm. in today's standards, that would be like, everyone would just be like, oh my God, that's super dangerous. They could escape. They could use farm tools to like fucking attack each other. Like, and there Over are some time, that
0: actually do have that. They have little garden areas. They have work areas. They're yeah. just supervised. Yeah. Like a lot of products are made in the facilities. Right. My uncle was one of my uncles, I've got quite a few, was falsely accused for something, but he ended up having to serve time in jail for twenty years. It was supposed to be life, but he was able to get on parole and actually got out. But being there and having to be on antidepressants like he wasn't on them before they had to put him on antidepressants once you get in there yeah. you go fucking nuts inside your own head
1: well and they regulate your meds too yeah yeah
0: it's like even if you don't have meds they give you meds so that you don't go insane inside your little cell block but he worked with leather he made mattresses like yeah he worked with industrial level shit which yeah could be used really well to hurt someone. Right, but like but in a jail, it's supervised, everything is washed, everything is monitored, everything yeah, is cataloged and organized, Yeah, a tool is not put back where it's supposed to go, they get to sit down and wait for
1: everyone in their area to be checked out for right. a tool. Which potentially could be a similar model we could use in psych medicine, Yeah, but the problem medicine. is that prison systems get a ton of funding and psych Psych medicine gets fucking none. Mental health doesn't do you shit. Yeah, mental health. Like, I had a nurse, one of my, um, instructors described mental health to me. She was like, um, in psych medicine today, we're about at the level that cardiac medicine was 50 years ago. Jesus Christ. So, if that gives you an idea. No, that's quite a perspective. Yeah. So anyways, to continue. <laughs> that was definitely uh, a detail. Yeah, it was, <laughs> but interesting, at least for me. So yeah, it was. Su- it used to be super progressive, and under Bryce, it was like a good place to be. Um, it was actually like one of the top places um, recognized in that time frame for being super progressive and like doing a good job. Nice.
0: Um, like a nice turnout rate for yeah. Some people were at least getting better. Right, because they were actually re- rehabilitating. Yeah, it's not just, here's a place to hold your crazies because you can't handle them at home. It's Right. here, let's get them to settle out, talk to them, and rehab them back into everyday life.
1: Yeah. Um, One of the interesting things that the patients were able to do with all this sort of like freedom and industry that they were allowed to have is they had their own newspaper called The Meteor. And it was one of only three newspapers that have ever been written completely and edited completely by psych patients in a hospital that's
0: pretty cool
1: yeah so i stole a little excerpt from volume one oh, number one the first ever one yeah and it's because there's like archives of it archives Ar- whatever <laughs> <laughs> there's archives of it <laughs> um so this is just a little blurb on why they called it the meteor so hold on Oh.
0: Meteor like mediator? No, meteor. meteor like a sky yeah. object. Like a sky object.
1: It okay. goes into it. It'll. It's pretty, it's pretty cool Go why ahead. they chose that. So, here's how it goes. We call our paper the meteor. Meteors are always a surprise, so doubtless will be our little sheet. They appear at irregular intervals, so will it. Their career, though short, is brilliant, and we intend that our paper, if it do not coruscate with wit, Shall glow with a kindly and generous sentiment for all mankind, whatever be their nationality, political principles, or religious creed. That is beautiful. Yeah! And the entire paper is written like that. Like, the prose is really good. And, like, they're talking about political subjects, they're talking about day to day life in the hospital. There was a whole little excerpt on nurses and why nurses are dope. Like, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: The level of equality in that last sentence for the fucking time. It's like, are you kidding me? We can't even have that nowadays. It's 2020. And we can't have that level of equality. It's been, I don't know what year that was put out, but it's been so long. I'm gonna guess since that place opened in like the late 1800s and wasn't shut down until 1970, that was probably written in like 1920s,
1: 1930s, maybe? No, this would have been like the The paper was super early, like it started under Bryce. This is like 1860s paper. Okay,
0: shit. So yeah, it's been over a hundred years, and we still can't live up to that last sentence. Yeah, yeah. It's Religious, politics, at the time there wasn't sexual identity yet, but I'm sure if if that was a thing it would be in there.
1: Yeah, like this is is the type of progressiveness that even the patients like, that's the mindset that they have at this place. That's awesome. Yeah. And then it just so happens in the 1970s, they fucked it up. And I remember learning about this in nursing school when, I went, when we were in our psych class. I think this is around the same time. Sorry. I, like, bailed on this story because I was like, there's not enough info. So the rest of this is going to be, like, vague. Anyways, um, I'm guessing that when this happened where they pulled everyone out of the labor, This is probably around the same time where what the president decided to do with psych hospitals is instead of having these large, um, state hospitals, they basically banned that and left it up to the community to sort of absorb anyone that needed psych treatment and do community treatment, which like on paper is kind of a cute, adorable idea, but in practice, It completely fucked everyone. All of these patients, like, and super serious patients, violent patients, patients who are, like, super ultra schizophrenic and need, like, treatment and need to be kind of basically forced into treatment because they won't do it themselves because they're, that's how impaired they are. Mm -hmm. All of these people were released into the community and the community, they, so not only did they do that, they didn't fund for it. So the community had to somehow absorb all of these patients yeah. without any funding
0: and come up with money to house them and take care. Yeah. So somehow. what ended up
1: happening is most of them just ended up in jails and shit. Yeah,
0: that's like the only place that they can go.
1: Yeah. So even though, like right now, the stigma, which is the word I was thinking of earlier, that's it. That's the word. The stigma around psych hospitals is that they're, you know, state psych hospitals from a million years ago stigma is that they were really shitty, da-da-da, but what made them shitty, because Bryce had it going good for a long time, until funding kept getting cut, and they kept having to downstaff, and if you're trying, like, I've worked in a secured unit for dementia, I've had clinicals in psychiatric units, if you downstaff units like that, the staff has to get desperate on how they're supposed to supervise all of these potentially dangerous patients. Yeah. Not that all of them are dangerous, but like you can't risk, you know, Jimmy with violent psychosis mixing in with the regular people and potentially having some sort of delusion causing him to injure people. So the reason these hospitals got so bad and like, you know, like where they're chaining people up and putting Mm -hmm. them in straight jackets and doing crazy shit like electroshock therapy is because they were downstaffed and defunded to the point that there was no way to supervise all of these potentially dangerous patients. So yeah, there's gonna be bad apples that are like, I'm gonna treat people like shit. But this is how it started was it got defunded and psych still is super defunded. They have no money to do anything with and it's kind of a sad state.
0: Yeah, it really is. I remember hearing a story where they were so, I don't remember which hospital, we'll probably run across it over our time doing all this. But they had such low staffing that there was like
1: one nurse to every 100, 200 patients. Which is ridiculous, dude. I can barely handle five patients. Yep.
0: And it was so bad that a couple patients, some of the more violent ones, ended up murdering another patient. And they didn't find him or find out he was even missing. Yeah. For almost a month or something like that. Like yeah. there was just so many people, they could not be all washed. There was not enough supervision. Let alone think about doing rounds in a giant fucking hospital with that many people to pay attention to, you're not gonna be able to cover every corner yeah. and notice a body was tucked somewhere right. or something. And
1: like from personal experience, like this is gonna sound bad, but if your nurses are chronically understaffed it's a huge problem in the nursing community and what ends up happening when your patient load is too high is that the very meat of nursing where you're really caring for the patient and doing everything you can in their best interest slowly has to be sacrificed to allow yourself to be able to care for all of the patients like Mm -hmm. i when i have five patients i do a pretty good job If I got a sixth patient for one shift and it happens, it hasn't happened to me because I'm a new grad, but like seasoned nurses get six patients all the time. What happens is like your standard of care for all of the patients has to decrease slightly in order to make up for caring for a sixth patient. So like you have to get down to the very basics of, I have to keep this person safe and alive and the extra stuff that really makes nursing nursing, like. I'm going to check in with them, see if they're having a good night. I'm going to see if they, you know, agree with their plan of treatment, if they need um, treatment for pain or nausea or whatever. Those sort of like periphery things that aren't the very foundation of like safety first, those things start to slowly be shucked off because you can't do it for all of them without sacrificing the safety of like one or two of them. Right. So that's what ha- that's what's happening in these psych hospitals. If you're a nurse with a hundred patients, ha- I don't even know how you would get one. I don't I don't know how you would get fifty assessments in in one shift. A full assessment on a patient to keep them safe enough. There's no fucking way. A hundred assessments, and that's just the assessment. Like mm-hmm. that's no rounding. If I, if I had to do hundred assessments in a night, there's no fucking way I'd be able to round on everybody too. Every hour, no. <laughs> No. It's ridiculous. So moral of the story, don't defund psych. And pay attention to your friends and family who need
0: mental help because even just being there and helping them adjust can make a big difference versus putting them in a hospital.
1: Yeah. So um, to end of the so, hospital story, basically what ended up happening is they were defunded a ton, understaffed, and it degraded into this, exactly what you think, this regular stigma of, a horrible ass state hospital where patients are treated horribly. Um, and there was a, an account of like this um, reporter from the Tuscaloosa news, I think in like the 1930s, going to visit and finding it in such a horrible state that it was eventually shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still like part, parts of the buildings are still operating under the University of Alabama. And like I said, there's still like a hospital that you can get admitted to. It wasn't clear to me though whether or not they closed it, refurbished it, and reopened it, or if it was just like one part of the hospital that was shut down. But there still is this creepy ass abandoned building that people visit all the time. And like pictures of it are exactly what you would expect. Like picture perfect, creepy as fuck asylum. People are spray painting shit all over. Like apparently there's a door that's just spray painted hell. <laughs> and it's definitely a place to visit if you're trying to get spooked. (laughs) Cool, well that's fun. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry for my (laughs) half-assery.
0: No, it's fun. You also picked two stories that don't have a whole lot of content, so putting two into one worked out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Then of one short episode, where future listeners, out our average. Yeah, let us
1: know what you think of the combined double story. Since I can freaking get the quality of information that Asia <laughs> was able to put out, she's better at this than me. <laughs> um, if you
0: want to leave us reviews, you can. Right now it's pretty much through Instagram or yeah. Facebook. Tell us about all the new links we have. I'm still working on the website. We are still building it. It's not enough to really launch it 100%. It's there. It can be looked at, but it literally has one post. On. No. So I figure we're going to wait a little bit until we at least have one post on every page.
1: Even. Right. And we have a SoundCloud, so you can listen on SoundCloud. Yes, we I'm have a SoundCloud. assuming you can like and like follow. Follow and shit. of mine already started following. So, so we, we got have, one listener. We have one follower. She hasn't had a chance to listen yet. What?
0: Yeah. I asked her today. She's like, no. I followed you just so I know in the next episode. Yeah.
1: So, just put us on while you're driving the word. Exactly. It's a great... Or while you're falling asleep,
0: maybe. <laughs> if you're a me, you'll be able to fall asleep. Other people will probably just be creeped out.
1: Yeah, hopefully we're creeping up. I'm not
0: sure we are. <laughs> but we're uh, We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on SoundCloud. And you can find us at haunts with a Z, letter N, and Creeps with a Z. So that's H A U N T Z N C R E E P
1: Z. Could you spell the haunt part again? I forget how that's
0: spelled. That's Oh my God
1: Z. She looks like she's gonna rip into my soul right N- now. N! <laughs> that's good, that's good, that's
0: good. C-R-E-E-P-Z. Oh. <laughs> Haunts and creeps.
1: Damn.
0: N as in newbie, not M as in malt.
1: That was a good addition. <laughs> Cause I, yeah. Um, And we also have a Patreon, don't we?
0: Yes! Yes, we have a Patreon. Yes! Um, it's patreon.com forward slash Creeps. Dope. I'm not going to spell it a fifth time, but (laughs) you'll be able to find us. We have five tiers and each tier as you go up allows a little bit of something else. Um, get prizes. Yes. So through Patreon itself, they offer Stickers, t shirts, and mugs. So, depending on the tier you're at, you'll be able to get one of those couple things. Eventually, we'll work at making more official
1: merchandise to be able to give out. But well, we've got a logo.
0: Yes, we've we got a a like a
1: legitimate official logo that we spent money on. Yep, we have so a logo. And we set that on or it. <laughs> our,
0: I, it'll be a sticker <laughs> on our logo or a mug with our logo on it.
1: Yeah, eventually, um, I think the top tier should be like. You can get a signed picture of my face.
0: Oh, that would definitely be part of it. Our top oh, tier, though... that was a joke. No, our top tier is for the elite. It is titled Undying Lovers, because if you're going to pay for that tier, you have an undying love for us as people, and you deserve everything. So you could, like... Yeah meet us in person, have live conversations with just us. Yeah. Like, the tier after that is called
1: no, stalker. And that's when I call the cops on you. That's how That's how intense Undying Lovers is. It's almost stalking.
0: Yeah, Undying Lovers is like <laughs> 50 bucks. So if you're going to be willing to spend $50 a month to be able to help us with our podcast and make this a career choice, um, yeah, you deserve the world. So yeah. you pretty much get it.
1: Unless you start stalking me and then you'll graduate to the next tier where I'm calling I should stocks. make
0: another tier, call it stalker and make it a hundred dollars. Oh
1: my. then it's like if all you, the merch. If you pay a hundred bucks, I'll allow you to stalk me. <laughs> and that's hundred bucks a month. This fame is getting to our heads
0: I think. Yeah with our one follower <laughs> and still no listeners. I can see the
1: potential though. <laughs> but
0: our lowest tier is three dollars and then it's six dollars and twelve dollars. I was just kind of doubling and then I was going to do a 24 for the next one, but you wouldn't have the ability to get mug. So, I went 25. for the second <laughs> with the fourth tier. Damn.
1: Don't um, let that don't let that like distract you or anything. Don't be yeah, wondering yeah. about that. It's not that deep.
0: Yeah, each each tier does something like 6, 12, 25, and 50. You get a bunch of bonus content. You'll get exclusive episodes if you're on the higher ones.
1: If there's yeah. specific stuff that makes it actually worth your time and your yeah. money. And if we're getting enough money, we're going to be visiting these places and taking videos. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to be able to afford, you know, a reg- like a good-ass camera. Mm-hmm. It, maybe, like, ideally, if we were self-actualized in our podcast, we would have these EMF readers oh, and yeah, shit and go plan. check out Skeeto's Hole. Yeah, that's that's...
0: Plan. Hopefully we get enough followers and Patreon donors that we can make this happen. Yeah, this is... would be awesome. Yeah. And that's another thing, with the $50 undying lovers tier, is you'll be able to come with us on those trips. Oh, damn. Yeah, so we can have like a little party going We can on have a little get to
1: hot party. No. So, so... Man, I'm getting excited for this, Yeah. even though it's in the future sometime. <laughs> in the
0: future. hoping it doesn't take two years, but who knows.
1: Knows right now it's fun just as it is.
0: Yes, I keep doing this do forever, even if
1: only three people in the history of forever listen to
0: it. Yeah, no, this is fun. Um, so yeah, we've got the Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, SoundCloud, all at Haunts and Creeps.
1: Yeah, and if we get enough money, we can start doing shit like Spotify, Apple. Yes. I'm sure. um
0: Yes, we were going to open up our download stuff soon. Audio
1: or whatever the fuck. I'm.
0: I just need to figure out how to do that side of tech stuff yeah. but it'll happen. Basically,
1: we're two rad chicks with some big dreams and some charisma. And so, some empty wallets. And empty wallets.
0: We'll <laughs> be able to afford a microphone if we get something.
1: Like <laughs> Dope. Alright. I think, I think we kicked ass today. Yes. Thank you for
0: your stories. I
1: appreciated it. You're just welcome. back
0: and drinking some wine but... Enjoy your time, creeps. I hope you had fun listening to us ramble and make jokes yes. about holes and wood.
1: Yeah, wood and holes. That's all it's about over here.
0: Bye, creepers. Bye.